Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. G'day, I'm Kevin Hillier and welcome to another edition of Talking Wyndham, the podcast, with thanks, of course, to the Committee for Wyndham. Uh, they're the people who put this podcast together each and every week and bring it to you with some fascinating stories of the people, the places, the events, and what's going on in the city of Wyndham. Uh, today, I'm going to meet a really fascinating man. He is the 2019 Wyndham Citizen of the Year. More on him in just a tick, but a little uh, word about our sponsors. Yes, a word from our sponsors. Uh, this week, it's the, uh, the Gordon, who, of course, have been around for a while now. Now, just your lazy 130 years, one of Victoria's oldest training institutions with a great history of providing pathways to people to find all sorts of uh, terrific career opportunities. Now, they have four campuses uh, in Wyndham, which might come as a surprise to you, but they do have four. There's Watton Street, there's uh, the Princess Highway, there's Old Geelong Road, and of course the one they share with uh, their partners, Deakin University, that's on Bridge Street. Now, if you want more details, they're very easy to contact. There's a number of ways you can go about this and find out uh, about a whole range and raft of uh, opportunities that exist for you. You can pop in, have a chat at one of the campuses to the uh, customer service staff. They will be able to help you with any questions you might have. Uh, you can give them a call on the toll-free number. That's one three hundred nine. 954371 or all the details, anything you need to know at the website, thegordon.edu.au. That will give you all the information. All the information. Uh, it'll help you to spell check. All the information. They don't have mouth check. They have a spell check, but not mouth check. All the information you need. It's uh, thegordon.edu.au and uh, proudly uh, associated with them. And this episode of the Talking Wyndham podcast, today we meet the 2019 Wyndham Citizen of the Year. His name is Roger Vistarini. Let's meet him now and have a chat. So, Roger, congratulations on being the 2019 Wyndham Citizen of the Year. Must have been a thrill for you. Uh, yeah, it was um, <laughs> a surprise and, um, yeah, a, a, an honour, but also a great opportunity to talk about the program we run. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little about your history before we talk about the program. Yep. And, uh, talk about a little bit uh, your history. You're uh, you're married. You got four children and five grandchildren. Am I right with those uh, statistics? That, that sounds right. Yes. Okay. Keeps um, me busy. Yeah. Before before you got involved uh, as as hectically as you are involved now with uh, Dream Builders Transformation. So tell us about your your work history with uh, I think with Telstra, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. So I spent almost forty years with Telstra in a variety of ranges. Um, Started out as a technician, uh, spent some time working in a head office role, going all around Australia, training people uh, in nothing to do with technical stuff, and then ended up a project manager in the marketing area with mobiles when mobiles was new and uh, ended up running the uh, project management team in marketing. So I had a varied background, but all with the same company. Now, tell us how uh, getting involved with Dream Builders sort of started for you. Um, yeah, so... Uh, our church decided to uh, pick up the national pro- so uh, transformations, which is the program is runs in several places in Australia. And our church decided they needed to uh, do some uh, things to help the community. So our church is called Dream Builders. The program is called Transformations. Uh, and a bit over five years ago, the church decided they wanted to start this program, which meant the, the investment involved in buying a house, etc. And they asked for members of the 
congregation of the church if anybody wanted to volunteer. And because I'd done that training work for several years in Telstra, I thought, oh, yeah, I can help for a couple of hours a week. And yeah. that, that's where it started. Fam- yeah. Famous last what words. you volunteer for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So so tell us exactly what uh, transformations, or what that what the program uh, involves and, and who it, uh, who it uh, involves, who it touches. Okay, so the Transformations Program, Transformations Program Australia is the overarching organisation. It's a 12-month rehabilitation program for men and women. We only have a men's campus in Melbourne, but it's uh, in other places they they have it for men and women. Ours is a 12-bed facility. It's a a live-in program uh, that um, I guess, I don't know how to say it simply, it's aimed at get, getting the person to come to grips with the trauma in their life that's led to the addiction. So whatever the addiction is, it may be drugs, alcohol, gambling, could be anything. Yep. Um, but there'll be something that's caused that, usually somewhere back in their earlier life that there's been some trauma, and they've ended up using whatever the addiction is to help them face it. So we need to get them to come to grips with that uh, so that when they come across that circumstance again in the future, they're no longer triggered to do whatever it was, uh, use drugs, alcohol or whatever it is to uh, overcome it because they've faced it and uh, can move forward with a future that's uh, no longer where the addiction controls them. Uh, Roger, is that, a, is that a difficult thing to pinpoint for some people exactly where that uh, where, where it all sort of started? Because sometimes uh, I guess you're in denial yourself. Yep. Uh, yeah, and it's not the people who come to it, I guess no one wants to be in rehab. So you've got to decide that you need to be in rehab. Yeah. I think you could ask any of the guys there. None of them want to be there. They know they have to yeah, be yeah. there. They've sort of burnt all their bridges. They've made promises and broken them that many times that, that family's given up on them. A lot of them are sleeping rough, yeah. uh, all that sort of stuff. So the trust's been broken. So they know they have to do something else. And it's not easy because we want to make them face that uh, real – and it is real trauma for all – some of the stories would – are just heartbreaking. Yep. Um, uh, but it's to face that so that they say, well, when that happens again, well, that's something, the things that happen that remind me of that, when they happen, I've now got a new path to follow. I'm not going to fall back onto that old path. Yeah, because the, uh, the problem always is that once you get back into that uh, into that behaviour, you can you put yourself in a cocoon, but once you walk out of that cocoon and go back into the real world again, uh, you, you face all those, uh, I guess, um, opportunities to, uh, to, to go back into that lifestyle. Yes, and part of that is why our program is a 12-month program. So it's, um, it's broken into four stages. Uh, before we get to that, there's a short assessment program where we work out what the individual needs are and help them. Uh, that, that can stream a little bit. Uh, but then we've got four stages of about three months each, but some people take longer. And it's okay if you take longer. You need to get through it, otherwise you're wasting your time. Um, the first two stages uh, are pretty much um, the, the training and work therapy. So the guys work in the community. Uh, we do training on courses as practical as anger management, conflict resolution. Um, there's other things about identifying your, um, we're a Christian based program. So we, uh, any rehab will have a spiritual aspect, but we, we, um, uh, our basis of that is Christianity and it's part of coming to grips with who you are is about understanding who God says you are and, God will forgive. Uh, it's not a matter of forgiveness. God will accept you, who whoever you are and whatever you've done, which helps them then accept themselves. Uh, is that path through there? So that's the first six months, and then the next 
three months in stage three, you actually help run the program. So this is you already oh, okay. starting to think about moving forward. So you're helping us in the office, you're running some of the early courses, you're taking the phone calls. It's great when somebody rings up who wants to come into the rehab, so they actually get to talk to somebody who's been where they are, yeah. who can actually have a discussion with them and tell them how it's helping them. Uh, and then stage in, during stage three, you uh, work out what you want to do next, and then in stage four, you can start training. Um, you might do start an apprenticeship, you might start a cert qualification, or some of the guys want to go on and actually help others. So our residential leader within the house where the guys live, it's a residential program in the house, they are always somebody who's come through the program. So it's that's a, something else they can choose to do in stage four. It's a 12-bed it's a uh, house that you've got in Hoppers Crossing, I imagine. That's all we have, yeah. yeah I imagine yeah. It's, uh, there's not uh, very many spare beds at any uh, given time. Uh, no, there isn't. Sometimes we do. I don't know whether we're well enough known, but um, which is part of the joy of uh, having this award. It's given me an opportunity to talk to uh, a wider audience, just like we are right now. But yeah. uh, no, we've got a waiting list right now. Yeah. What uh, What are the challenges? Obviously, uh, it always comes down to this. The challenges would be how this is funded. Yes. Uh, so we're all volunteers. Uh, our church um, community. Uh, donates money monthly so that uh, we can keep it running. So our church puts in a uh, several thousand dollars. They also had to uh, put put in the money for the uh, to purchase the house and to keep the repayments going. Um, yeah, so uh, we're looking at ways of getting funding, uh, but at the moment uh, that's an area that we can always do uh, with help. The uh, the uh, commitment from the from uh, from Dream Builders to to get involved to the level where you where you purchase a house and you have ongoing uh, financial uh, commitments to it that that must have been uh, something that uh, the church uh, had to mull over and think very carefully about. Yeah, uh, our church. Uh, I think I think a lot of churches probably do similar things, but our church has always helped. Um, we run. We support a couple of orphanages in China. We support schools in Cambodia, for example. But they wanted to do something locally. And the other thing we do is we run a, a kids program at a couple of schools in our community that's really just about self-esteem sort of thing for kids that are struggling and kids that are feeling bullied and that sort of thing. It's a, yeah. a program particularly aimed at youth. And then this one, I remember our pastor a bit over five years ago saying, if you don't want to come to a church where drug addicts and people that are down or out are welcome, well, perhaps you better find another church. Because yeah. that's what our church needs to do in the community. So it was a conscious decision by the leadership of the church. And uh, they asked the people in the, in the church to get on board with it. And most did. And uh, yeah, I don't know. The guys are very much accepted as part of our community, which is a great part of their recovery as well. That They've got people who care about them and are interested in them. Roger Vistanari is uh, is our uh, 2019 Wyndham Citizen of the Year and our guest on uh, on Talking Wyndham. When you sit down with uh, when when the 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 people that uh, that you're helping here, is there is there a, an underlying theme? Is it relationship breakdowns are the number one cause of uh, of why they why they you know are in the position they're in, or is it uh, is it you know losing your job, or is it a, is sort of a combination of all those things? Uh, the fascinating thing is that people come from all works of life to this. So people might come in successful sports people, successful business people, 
so the first part that come from all walks of life. They often end up with us because uh, of a relationship breakdown. That's not the original cause, but the partner might have said, I've had enough of this yep. for the hundredth time and you can't come home. A parent might have got to the point where it's like, you just can't live at home anymore. You've broken our trust too often. You've stolen stuff from us and hocked it. Uh, one of the things I never, I still struggle to understand, even after five years, is I say to the guys, why do you end up like this? And they say, I don't care. And I, I struggle with that because I look at them and go, well, I don't even litter. Tell me, what do you mean by I don't care? And they get to the point where nothing else matters except whatever it is, the next hit, the next. Um, they, if they've got $20 and they're going to choose between a hit or somewhere to sleep or a meal, I'll choose the hit. Yeah. But, you know, that, that nothing else matters. So that's where, you know, your job eventually, if you've got a good job at, falls away if you're good at sport eventually that falls away you lose control of your emotions and you you know you have anger outbursts with the people that are trying to help you so that they end up having to say to you i'm sorry i love you but you can't live here anymore and that sort of stuff it's one of those things where uh, the success rate is, is, is. I mean, what is a success rate i mean helping one person's a success rate in this in this kind of area isn't it it is and that's <laughs> That's one of the things that kind of keeps us going and it's one of the things that keeps me going. And I guess, again, that comes from my Christian Christian faith, whereas Jesus teaches that each individual is worth something. And if um, there's a bit in the Bible where it, says, it talks about Jesus leaving 99 and going after one, and I guess that's what if, – if I looked at the percentage success rate overall, it's not good. The, the ones who complete our program have ever have a very high success rate if yeah. you finish the 12 months. If you've come to grips with that problem – the unfortunate thing is a number of guys leave early. They get clean, they're feeling good, they're feeling like things are okay again, but they haven't really come to grips with the cause uh, of their addiction, that underlying cause, yeah. uh, in which case they often relapse. I, I would imagine any any uh, any organisation working in the rehab area has has exactly the same kind of uh, case studies that uh, that you have. And I guess the uh, it's all very well to fix the physical part of it, but it is it's the mental part of it that is the uh, the biggest challenge out of it. I mean, you, as you say, you can get clean, you can feel good, and then all of a sudden, bang, you're back out there again, and you're probably more likely to uh, relapse than uh, than ever. Yeah, and, and that is, is often a problem. People look, we've had guys that have left and then. OD'd, you know, I've, uh, I've unfortunately been to three funerals of guys that have um, left the program and then, um, yeah, whatever. So, you know, it, it, you have to face all of that, um, which helps us encourage the ones who are there. And the ones who are there always want to change, but it, it's it's not easy. If you want to face your yeah. demons, you know, that's um, we're asking a lot. We ask them to do that public and we ask them to share it with, with the other guys in the program. and. Um, and to to be able to face that and move forward is not an easy thing for anyone to do. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's very much opening yourself up, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's yep. really putting yourself out there to 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 go to to book yourself in, I guess, and then to then to lay bare your soul. That's it. That's what you're doing, and that's um, yeah. Look, well, that is it, and it, and it's to to be able to the, the it's what we call the therapeutic community is the model that it works on. So the guys really work with and on each other um, to, to bring out 
the best and it brings out the worst in everybody. Yep. But that you've got to get to that stage where you're willing to let others say, hang on, bro, you're doing this uh, and that's making me feel like this. And you go, well, that makes me feel like this. And really wish you can get to that feelings part. And it makes me feel really angry. Anger is usually the first feeling that, that rises up, but then there's something behind the anger. So what's behind that anger? Well, when I was a kid, my dad used to beat me up. And when you say that to me, it makes me think of my dad. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about that. And if you can then talk about that, then when the other people say those things that triggers you and reminds you of that thing that caused you so much grief earlier on in your life. And if you can get people through that to go, hey, man, you're worth it. You know, we love you. Uh, uh, we, you know, we, we start with God loves you. No matter what, that's okay. I love you. Our church community loves you. You are worth it. You're a worthwhile human being. And there's a plan and a future for you that's worth having. Um, then they can start moving forward. And when other people say things that remind them of their dad, their dad they can go, well, I'm not my dad. I'm yeah. not like my dad. I'm going to be different. I'm going to treat my kids different. I'm going to treat my family different. Uh, and that lets them move forward. But, it, yep, it's a tough journey. Yeah, it's, a, it's breaking the cycle, isn't it, of uh, of, yeah, it. Yep. Uh, of of the way we act. Um, a lot of talk in uh, in media and uh, in in all circles these days about the fact that if we talk about things, that it'll be better and it opens it all up. But it can also that can also be the catalyst for making it worse sometimes before it actually gets better. Is that is that something that is something you confront almost on a daily basis? Uh, yep, and you're right. Um... Just one main group we run each week. We have two key groups. One's, the, one's called Process Group. That's where the guys confront each other and we facilitate that with love and we ask them to confront with love. So they're bringing issues to their uh, fellow residents, but we ask them to bring it with a good heart. Uh, and then that's where those things come up. You know, they're often sessions where there's tears. Um, so you've got to go through that. And sometimes it can take a long time to get through that. It's Again, that's why it's a long program and why like we've just had a guy graduate, awesome, gone down to Tasmania to help run an, a program in another campus, another transformations campus down there. But he took 20 months to get through it because it took him a long time. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he felt that pain for a long time before he felt uh, he was ready to move on. Does it, um, I mean, it's obviously a test of your faith. It's a test of uh, your resilience. Uh, does it does it wear you down or you, you sort of see the positives enough uh, and, and often enough to, to be, you know, satisfied with, with it and fulfilled by it? I, I think the answer to that is all of that. <laughs> yeah. so it, 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 it does wear us down. Um, we've got a good community around us. So um, we've... Uh, our church community is supportive. Our leadership at church is supportive. Uh, I do this with my wife, Deborah, and she's supportive and great to talk to. And uh, we can share these things together and work through them. Um, but yeah, well, and we sometimes you have to laugh or you'd cry. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's wearing, but it, it, it's also extremely rewarding. And you know, that's one of the reasons why we want to. <laughs> we do. We are looking at expanding it. Um, uh, we want to be able to help women in the community. Uh, and, uh, there's a real push on at the moment around family violence. You know, so we do want to be able to open up beyond our 12 beds that we're running at the moment. And it must be why, uh, you know, things like getting the, the Wyndham Citizen of the Year makes it worthwhile and gives you gives you that kind of um, that, that, that oh, yeah moment. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's almost embarrassing. I think I, I, I think a lot of volunteers may well feel it, it, it is – um, it's great to get the acknowledgement. It really is. But I know that there's a whole lot of people around me who um, 
who, well, I can't do it on my own anyway. But yeah. uh, and it was great to be able to go back and talk to the uh, and my church community and family have been great in honouring me as well as what happened uh, at the awards night and things like that. Which again was a wonderful thing. It, it, is, it is great, um, uh, but it's just uh, humbling, I guess. And, and it's not why. I, I guess most volunteers don't do it because they expect an award or want an award. Uh, so yes, it's, it's great and I really appreciate it. Uh, but more than anything, I appreciate the, the doors that it's opening and potentially going to open, uh, to get us, um, yeah, get us more involved and get more people in that we need the help from as well. So, Roger, the people who are listening to this podcast now could be, you know, they could be business people, they could be people who are affected by, um, you know, uh, family members who are in the situations that we're talking about or they could be that person themselves so just listening to a podcast as you can these days. What? Yep. Uh, how, how can they get involved? How can they help you, uh, you know, facilitate this program uh, better and, and help you, uh, you know, find some funds to expand it and do all those things? Well, I, I guess the easy way to find it, so again, if there's any organisation or individual who wants to support us, any financial support of any amount uh, would be uh, wonderful and I can exactly explain to them where that would go and, and sort of where that money is spent. Um, uh, our website is DB, as in short for Dream Builders, DB Transformations, with an S on the end, DB Transformations. Um, and I should know whether that's .net or .org, and I can't remember how that's not been in the right space to do it. <laughs> um, you can't be across but, uh, everything. Uh, yeah, so our website, and that's got a place on it where people who uh, need our program or want to come into our program uh, can do an online thing, or the phone numbers are there. Let me just found my website and the card in my pocket. It's dbtransformation.org.au, yep. um, and that's got phone numbers and links on there. That's probably the easiest way to get hold of it. If there's any organisations who would like to sponsor it, we'd love to hear from them. If there's any individuals who may have skills in, um, you know, teaching, facilitation, um, case management, uh, psychology, um, those sort of help fields that... Yeah. Uh, might have time to volunteer. We'd love to hear from you as well. Well, congratulations on uh, on the citizen of the year, but more importantly, congratulations on the on the you know the quality of the work you're doing and and the importance of the work you're doing. It's obviously something that's needed in uh, in society these days, unfortunately. But uh, uh, clearly, you're doing a terrific job, and it's a it's a fabulous program. And I wish you all the uh, all the best for the future. No worries. Thank you very much, and thanks for the time with this. And thanks for everyone for listening. Well, thanks to Roger for his time. Obviously, a very busy man juggling uh, family and uh, business and uh, and that uh, terrific uh, community work that he does through Dream Builders uh, and the Transformations program. So uh, uh, all the details uh, you've heard there, it's dbtransformations.org.au if you want to find out more. Thanks uh, again to Roger and uh, congratulations to Roger on his terrific award. And uh, thanks to our sponsors for this uh, edition of the podcast, The Gordon. And, of course, uh, they have four campuses uh, in uh, Watton Street, Princess Highway, Old Geelong Road, and the one they share with uh, Deakin University on Bridge Street. If you want to find out about any of the Gordon TAFE programs, any of the past, 
pathways. It might be uh, leading you into a career in accounting or business, uh, building design and construction, uh, trades, early childhood education and community services, youth work, uh, massage, individual support, aged care. Uh, they cover it all. And as I mentioned earlier, very easy to get in touch with them. You can do it a number of ways. Pop into one of the campuses and talk to one of the customer service staff or you can give them a call, 1300 954 371. That's a toll-free number, 1300 954 371 or all the details you need. Uh, where do you go? Obviously, the website, thegordon.edu.au. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Good luck to Roger uh, Vistorini uh, with his uh, work and uh, continued success with that. And we'll talk to you again soon on Talking Wyndham. Thanks for listening. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page. <laughs>